Hello, and welcome back to the Mid-Level Exception. Uh, my name is J.D. Young, and of course, I'm joined uh, by my co-host, Rodney Dario. How's it going, Rodney? Good. Man, feels like it's yeah. been so long since we've had actual sports. I know. Well, it's not really playing sports, but we know. <laughs> we, is sport, we have content. We content, have content, yes. Yes. And so tonight, we are going to kind of do a quick... Um, I don't want to say recap, but we're going to talk about the first round of the NFL draft. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was a kind of like the mock drafts were pretty close for the first, you know, kind of 15 picks or so. There really wasn't much trades and stuff. But uh, where do you want to start, Rodney? Um, I guess, like you said, because I guess... Adam Schefter reported, you know, there was no trades in the top 10 since since 2015, which I thought as soon as some guys were sliding, I thought there was going to be kind of more action, you know, and I guess there kind of was in between, you know, starting with the Niners. But I really I, I was expecting more trades, at least maybe one somebody jumping in the top 10 for somebody. Yeah. So I don't know. What would you think? There's yeah, I mean, I was. I, you know, there has been rumors that the Dolphins were going to try to trade up to three, which, of course, they did not. Uh, the Browns pick looked like it was potentially for sale for a team who, you know, if they wanted to try to jump up and uh, grab somebody there, like try, maybe start to run wide receivers, or if Herbert has started to slide or Tua started to slide, like that was a potential spot. There was yeah. a bunch of talk of Atlanta dra- uh, jumping up, but I think... They kind of got boxed out on the top two cornerbacks, and then they were yeah. kind of stuck. Uh, but, yeah, it was, you know, kind of, I don't want to say boring, but it was kind of, uh, you know, chalk the first uh, kind of 12 to 12 picks or so until the Niners traded back. So, which I yeah. love that Niners trade back. Perfect. They just, that's just playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers right there. I mean, it's the second time in the John Lynch era where he's moved back. Obviously, the previous one was with the Bears. Uh, <laughs> uh, when the Bears went up to get uh, Mitch Trubisky. Um, but the only thing that I just didn't like with that earlier one is just, I mean, Solomon Thomas definitely hasn't lived up to his uh, number three. No. Yeah, the, but, the results didn't work out, but the process is sound. So No, yeah. I mean, you do that every time. And, you, and um, one good thing that came out of the trade um, – was uh, the 2018 third rounder they got from that Bears trade was Fred Warner. So, you know, you get a stud linebacker there. But, uh, yeah. So, I mean, but we get to start early. I mean, with early on. And how, let's talk about how nervous you were all day. <laughs> like, in anticipation of whether you're going to get to or not. You know? So, yeah, I was... Uh... Last night I was at like because I uh, recorded the uh, Locked On Sharks uh, stuff with with those guys with Eric and Kyle, and you know like we've been kind of talking draft stuff and you know and like and then you know I'm like I was feeling pretty confident last night I was I put my at like 66 75 percent kind of like in that range that they're gonna draft Tua, and then you know of course today just all the like. I'm on my phone all day at work, just like checking Twitter, and there's all the like, oh, they're gonna try to trade up to three to get a tackle, and they like hurt. It's just air, all the smokescreen stuff coming out, and I'm trying. I was, and then I like, I was, it was starting to get to me, and I was like, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna 
they're going to do something dumb that they've been doing for the past 20 years and i'm going to have to watch uh i'm going to have to watch tua and those beautiful new powder blue jerseys just destroying the league for 15 years and it's going to be terrible and i hate myself so yeah <laughs> no i mean the i think what's different with with your team is just the the people in charge you know yeah so I mean, at least it seems, I mean, as, as soon as they, I mean, what is it? Um, well, I know it's Flores is what, second year with them, right? Or for, yeah, so Flores is second year. So Greer's Greer? been there for a long time, but he wasn't actually the general manager until a couple of years ago. But he's always been like, like he was the head scout. He was actually there when they, uh, when Saban was there, and they passed on uh, Breeze for Culpepper. So like he's been with the organization and rose his way up. Uh, so he's but he's been there for a very long time. So okay. So I mean at least you know since Flores got there, it's like I, I mean you probably agree with me. I mean their moves have been pretty good. I mean as far as you know what they've traded yeah, away, I mean, get draft stock, and you know what I mean. And yeah, you, know, you like their signings this year. So yeah, I like their signings. Um, you you can see their identity that they're trying to build, and I feel like the Dolphins haven't had an identity. So like their secondary is going to be insane, you know, so they they have Howard, who's a top 10 cornerback uh, in the league when healthy. I know last year he had a knee injury, but I think that was one of those things where they were just like, take it easy, young man. We'll see you next season. Um, you have Byron Jones, who's you know, another top 10, top 15 cornerback. And then they just they used their 30th pick um, to draft another cornerback who's parents were both uh tracks olympian track stars um so yeah like you can see this secondary is going to be insane yeah um so as far as i mean obviously thrilled with tua but yes and uh so i mean let's just go over because then obviously they're your team so how'd you like uh the next two picks um the tackle the tackle and so yeah they they drafted austin jackson i thought there was talk that they were maybe trying to trade up. They're going to trade with the Niners to jump up and get Werfs, uh, the tackle out of Iowa. Um, and because I know the Bucks were, of course, they were high on him, but I guess they couldn't get the compensation right there. Uh, but yeah, they get Austin Jackson, who he's young, he's only 20, so he's the youngest player being drafted. Um, all pro or like all Pac 12 team. Um, you know, I know he has some inconsistent tape, but he's one of those like super high upside guys. Um, so yeah, I think any resources you can try to uh, put on the offensive line to protect uh, protect your your new franchise quarterback, I'm all for. Um, I with their last pick, they traded down, so they were at the 26 pick. Um, the Packers traded with them, so they could jump up and get uh, Jordan Love, who we'll talk about here in a little bit. And then uh, they ended up getting um, Noah Igbenagi, I guess that's how it's the, I'm, yeah, I butchered that. Two of your three draft picks is like, come on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, One of the beat writers was like, thanks guys. Now I have to learn to like spell this for the next X amount of years. But um, yeah, so they, but yeah, there's one of those, we, we, tend to applaud teams who kind of build strength on strength. Like uh, the Cowboys tonight, you know, they draft CD lamb and now like that wide receiving core is like potentially top two, three, like who else? I guess Atlanta is maybe the only one that you would rival with it, you know? Um, 
like the um you know just teams that kind of like the Niners you know they added uh, they drafted Kinlaw you know to try to kind of build up that uh, the defensive line like we we usually praise teams to do that and I think the Dolphins are trying to build that ridiculous secondary um and then have an offense that, that can be explosive so uh, it, hopefully we're we're work on our way there yeah and then uh so good transition to the Niners here so I think I, you know I had a feeling it was it might I had a feeling they weren't going to take a wide receiver with that first pick just because how deep the draft is um and I I mean, when, but when Lamb and Judy were on the bar, I was like, oh, you know, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then when they didn't take either, um, I was like, okay, then, you know, it's got to be some another, you know, tackle or or defensive tackle. But, you know, then they trade back and I thought they were going to take uh, um, the tackle that the, uh, the Bucks uh, yeah, took. Worse. Yeah, worse. So, yeah. Um, but again, but John Lynch is right back at it with, uh, you know, Getting teams just right behind the tra- the tray with him, um, and they still get their guy. Um, at first, I was kind of like, God, you, you know, just thinking about Judy and Lamb, and you know, uh, so maybe they, I don't know, maybe they had they wanted Rugs if he was going to be there. Who knows? Because uh, then Rugs was saying he has he's had a lot of contact with the Niners. So yeah, I think if Rugs was there, they would have. I think they would have taken Rugs. Um, that's who I kind of wanted. I mean, I. You know, that speed isn't just ridiculous. And he's not just a fast guy, just, you know, watching the tape. You know, he's actually kind of pretty physical. And and just his athletic um, ability, like, just, I don't know, have you seen the tapes of him just playing basketball and doing ridiculous dunks? Some of the tapes uh, of this where he's just, a, yeah. Yeah, even just some of his catches, just his, you know, he's, he's you know, yeah. he's obviously got a great vertical. And so, I mean, but then when the Raiders took him, I was kind of, so, um, but yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, I mean, a lot of people, like, so a lot of just along with Niners Twitter, and they're they're like calling for John Lynch's head. <laughs> and, but I mean, I get it. I trust. I mean, I trust them. So, I mean, they haven't, you know, failed us yet. So I'm, you know, I'm I'm, I'm a trust management. I'm a trust them, Kyle and and John, and uh, and then later they. You know, I guess get their guy. I mean, it seemed Shanahan looked pretty hype uh, on that video when they cut to him when they when they when they got Ayuk. So, and looking at watching his tape and you know just crazy like the, like the highlight they showed of him just burning down the Oregon secondary, which the Oregon secondary is pretty decent, and him just yeah just destroying them. Yeah. Yeah, so. so he fits. I mean, you know, he had I think a nine point nine yards uh, after catch. You know, Woo. so you know that fits Shanahan's offense. I mean, you see the way they use Debo on his screens and reverses. You know, the, now they got two of those kind of guys. Um, and his freaking what is it, eighty-one inch like wingspan? That's ridiculous. <laughs> For like a five eleven six foot guy. And then they, I mean, I've seen it on Twitter and obviously on ESPN, you know, Calvin Johnson's wingspan was 82 inches and he's like five inches taller than him. So, you know, his catch radius is ridiculous. So I'm kind of, you know, the, I'm more excited now. So. Oh my God. Look at that. His box score. Yeah. Against Oregon, which was a ranked six at the time. Yeah. Seven catches, 161 yards, 
uh, 81 yard uh, long with one TD. <laughs> Man. He yeah. had, last year he had three three touchdowns over 70 yards. Yeah. Six I mean, touchdowns yeah. over 50. Gee, like. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's like, seems like. Six you know, catches over 50 yards, sorry. But, so yeah. I mean, his football team because uh, you know I looked up his his forty and it was like four or five or something like that. So, yeah. but I mean, but you watch the tape and you're like, or, yeah, yeah, exactly. You watch the tape and you're like, no way, that guy doesn't look four four or yeah. five. So, you know, and that's you know we trust more the eyes than the, uh, you know, the, or the game, uh, the film instead of uh, the combine stuff. So I'm excited. So and and I think also them moving up and you know trading those extra you know whatever picks they had that fourth they got from the the bucks i mean i guess just, again just listening you know, on the radio uh can be and uh, on twitter it's like i guess they don't expect a whole lot of roster spots to be open that's a you good know, point they like yeah we talk because we kind of talk about too where with teams where it's like oh they need draft picks they need draft picks but yeah when you're a team like the niners who doesn't have too many holes having a lot of draft picks is great but if you don't have the play, you know, if you don't have the, you can draft as many people as you want, but you don't have realistic places for them. You're just kind of wasting the picks. So yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But, so, I mean, after reading all that, I mean, I felt a little better. I mean, I was still, you know, you know, with Lamb and, and Judy right there, I thought I was like, oh man, this is like perfect. But, you know, again, you know, we trust them. And then again, if, with, Kinlaw, I mean, watching him and his his story, you know, is just unbelievable. And Greek, that's right outside um, of Charleston. Yeah. I've been there like a bajillion times. Yeah. So. And um, just the fact he wanted to be a Niner, like all his pre-draft, you know, stuff. He said yeah. that's the one team he wanted to go to. And so, you know, I see Debo's teammate, right, in South Carolina. Um, yep. So, yeah. So I'm happy. I mean, I'm happy oh, tomorrow. Tua just tweeted, how is it at Miami Dolphins? Ah! Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, I mean what it's I mean I know you've been like so stressed on this and so it's so just the relief you must feel that I know. So I mean you can listen to our our quarterback podcast we did a couple weeks ago with like to it. I get the concerns with the injury, but like his he had his uh the dolphins actually managed to sneak one of their like doctors into like yeah the people who are checking out like to you know checking him out his x-rays of pristine was the word that they yeah. used uh um, you know the great thing is too i didn't think i was like oh okay is that like isn't that kind of a big deal <laughs> like that yeah. snuck, you know <laughs> I mean, yep. nobody made a big you know too much sorry cut but yeah, and then like they're I I understand all that, but it's like it's not like it's it's not like soft tissue ish injuries, you know, which does kind of linger. Like the hip is basically like it was the equivalent of being. They said it was the same like that they see when people are in car crashes and they like the steering wheel kind of goes into their knees type thing issue, mm. and mm. like that's a freak play, right? And that's, yeah. you know, that's understandable. That could be uh, something that comes up again. But, like, you know, and the ankle stuff, he's had surgery on the ankles. Like, I understand, you know, that too. But, I mean, he's had surgery to try to strengthen those. I mean, you saw, like, that Seth Curry was the same thing. There was yeah, worry about his ankles. I was ankles. just covering that up, yeah. You know, and then that was 
that's probably the greatest pick that the Warriors have ever made. Um, you know, so it's yeah. like sometimes you have to be bold and like I love I love Greer, I love Flora, I love like the the culture Flores is building, and I think Tua is a perfect for, fit for it. I think with the Chan Gelly offense, like they're, I think Tua, it's just everything is clicking together for for it to work together here. So, yeah, I'm I'm smitten. I'm trying to decide how many jerseys to buy. Do I just buy them all? <laughs> so, uh, having to wait you, wait till I mean, you move. If, uh, sit the first year, right? I mean, just to make sure he's. Yeah, I I mean fully, fully. I mean, maybe towards the end of the year, maybe. Yeah, I would say ready, to because but... I don't expect them to kind of compete this year. But I would say, you know, like if November, December, if he's, you know, if he's cleared and like looking good, I, you know, I'd, I'd almost like the Jimmy G thing where they kind of like let him play the last couple games to kind of get himself acclimated, and then, you know, you're good to go. So, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean. I guess the the next big surprise of the draft was the Packers trading up to get Jordan Love. Yeah, so, I was <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah, like because I thought they were in a good spot maybe to try to get some wide receiver help there. You know, like kind of. I mean, they were one game away from going to the Super Bowl, and then it seems like they not wasted. But I mean, it just seems like they're kind of getting ready for life after Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and even you know, I know Aaron Rodgers says he he wants to play like into his forties, kind of a la Breeze and Brady, and he's thirty six, you know. So, I mean, because <laughs> there were some. I mean, as far as wide receivers that were on the board around then, I mean, um, Pittman from USC. Who else is here? Um, T Higgins, Clemson. Yeah, T Higgins is supposed uh, to be like I thought Denzel. That was... Denzel Mims, you know, all these like three I've always seen like kind of, you know, late first round on the mocks. So yeah, shocked. So yeah, Rogers, uh, Bill Barnwell tweeted. Uh, so if they got rid of the Packers, get rid of, they owe uh, thirty nine point eight million dollars in dead money on their cap if they got rid of him right away. Of thirty one point six million in twenty twenty one if they got rid of Rogers. So uh, he will be there for the next two years. Yeah, so, but that yeah. could be one of those perfect things where because Jordan Love, his big thing was he needed time to develop. So, you know, you're getting to sit behind one of the greatest of all times and learn the game and get to get acclimated in uh, LaFleur's system. So and, and kind of redevelop your mechanics and stuff. So it, it might be one of those things where, you know, five, six years from now, we're like, man, that was really smart of them. No, no. Yeah, I mean, I get, you know, I get the. Uh, as far as trying to get, you know, an opportunity to get a quarterback in your future. I mean, obviously the, the parallels are going to be on all the sports talk shows. You know, it's, it's going to be a nauseum as far as, you know, <laughs> the, the Rogers Farb thing. And now Rogers love. So it's uh, going to be great on sports talk. <laughs> yep. Another but, smart thing too with them is then you get that extra year with Jordan love. So that fifth year option. Uh, so it kind of give that gives you five years of controlling yeah. his rights. So yeah. you know you can plenty of time to you can kind of let him marinate in the back, um, and while you're still trying to compete. So yeah, but I mean the thing I mean the Packers are in the NFC title game. I mean yeah, it's like 
But I mean, we, the Niners, we talked yeah. about the pack. I mean, no, we didn't really have the podcast in, but we talked about the Packers kind of being like a little fool's goldish just because yeah. of uh, like the division they were playing. And it seemed like anytime they played like a real team, they got their ass handed to them. So I think, uh, you know, I think they might have kind of looked in the mirror and realized maybe they're not as good as that their record said that they are. But that's just me thinking out loud. But it was a perfect, I mean, but I think it was a perfect spot to get, you know, Aaron Rodgers a weapon, you know, yeah. wide receiver. So, you know, now, you know, they're going to talk about, okay, so what's this do for his future or just now his, his, his state of mind. And, you know, I'm just curious how they're going to move forward, you know, because, you know, he's obviously not going to be happy with that pick. And I think somebody was saying he was on a radio show a couple of days ago. So it'd be nice if we picked a, you know, a skill player for once in the last, you know, X amount of years. Um, and uh, so he was hoping that's what they get him, you know, get him a weapon. But yeah. Um, I mean, I understand, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be one of those picks. I think that we, we, the sports fans, we talk about for a long time, you know, especially if, if a wide receiver, cause there's going to be a lot of great wide receivers picked in the second round. And you, you wonder if, you know, if one of those guys blows up and then it's like, man, they could have had Adams and, you know, T Higgins or whoever. Yeah. Like, but yep. So, um, all right. What other, uh, we kind of covered the, so let's go. What, what picks did you like, or like, what did you like kind of teams? What, um, any teams that kind of stood out for what they did or teams that stood out for what they didn't do? Like, what, where do you want to go next? Um, let's see, who did I lie? I mean, Patrick Queen is the most Ravens pick ever. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. That guy's going to ball for the next, like, eight years. And, of course, because... Okay, okay. Yeah. the pick I liked, I mean, even though this freaking in, my, in, in, our, in the Niners division is Isaiah Simmons. I mean... You know, that's just like, hey, there's a really good guy on the board that's dropping, and we're just gonna freaking go. Yeah, like, uh, man, they... there's your there, because like the, you know, the the Niners, their big thing is Kittle, and yeah. you know, yeah, the Cardinals can't cover Kittle. Yeah, yeah that guy. So it's yeah. gonna, you know, that that matchup's <laughs> gonna be awesome. Yep. Yeah, because because Kittle just eats up the Cardinals, and uh, um, so yeah, I hated fair, seeing that every pick. Tight end eats up the Cardinals until now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I love the pick if it was if I wasn't a you know Niners fan. Um, and uh, also, side note, Cliff Kingsbury's house, dude, it is a fucking baller <laughs> house. dude. <laughs> That's the look of a man who has no kids. <laughs> Sorry. Did you see uh, um, Ty- Tyron Matthews tweet? No, what did he say? He's all, I guess he's all, I guess I could see why they couldn't afford me. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Uh, but yeah, I like that pick. Uh, you know, Bucks. I mean, I know they traded up to get one, but and I think if they uh, they could have got their man if they stayed. But you know, that was a good one. Because you know, with him falling, I've had a feeling yeah, someone's going to was... get him. I, there was mocks with him in the top, you know, going to the Giants. And like, yeah, yeah that's 
that's a that's a great pick right there. And those Iowa guys, like they're solid. You don't have to worry yeah. about those like those tackle those offensive linemen. So yeah, and pre-draft, um, like he was like I was on some board. He's like like I said, the number one tackle. So it's uh, it's what weird to be found. Uh, what you um, what else did you like? That CD lamp to the Cowboys. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Like that that offense is gonna be ridiculous. So with man, like like how do you stop? Like who do you stop? Like how do you prioritize? You know, like between Gallup and Lamb and Cooper, and then you got Zeke who's gonna have like six person boxes now to run through, and then Dak just doing Dak stuff, man. Yeah, I mean it, it's scary until it's like, but I think the Dallas, uh, you know, the eight and eightness of them will just will always prevail. So no matter how well they, yeah, go, that defense is well. hot trash. Or at least that <laughs> that back that secondary on that defense is hot trash. I would expect them to attack that uh, a lot on day two. Yeah. Um, side note, also um, Jerry Jones picking from his like two hundred fifty million dollar <laughs> yacht, uh, where I, I think. Uh, uh, what's this? Hold on. Like I didn't, you know, when there people were joking about that, I go, I was just laughing because you know I thought it was a joke, and then when I found out it was for real, I was like, whoa, yeah. Jesus. Uh, Pete Blackbird, who's uh, he works for CBS and cover like he's a hockey writer for CBS Sports. Yeah. Uh, he's his, it's just his, just just not like a super villain layer, and it's like the fucking perfect caption for it. So. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, you know, and then it was, yeah, you know, people on the cowboy fans were like, please don't be another Randy Moss, you know, when they passed on Randy Moss, yeah, all those years ago. So, not saying CD Lamb's Randy Moss, but you know, just he's gonna be good. Uh, I'd also really like the Saints pick of Cesar Ruiz. I was hoping he would fall to Miami at 26, and I think since I have a feeling that since they were, um, uh, they were probably looking at him, and then when he got picked, then the Packers, then they traded with the Packers, but yeah, they're back, yeah. uh, just to kind of help build that offensive line. But yeah, I like him a lot too. Um, how about some picks you didn't like? Um, I, you know, I, <laughs> it's the Raiders, because I mean, I mean, heard, you know, just from people talking that the guy is good, but then a lot of people had uh, Damon Arnett as like a, Second, third grade. round grade. Yeah, uh, I think Daniel Jeremiah said he was like his eighth uh, cornerback or something like that, and he was the fourth cornerback taken. Uh, yeah, so you had um, Akuda, Henderson, and then the uh, Falcons picked AJ Terrell. Terrell, yeah, yeah, and then Damon Arnett. So yeah, so that was a head scratcher, and then it seems like they. Raiders do that every year. I mean, they they did have a really good one. I mean, when they got rugs, like I said, he was my favorite of the top three. Yeah. Um, it was bummed when they got him. Uh, but I'm kind of yeah. surprised the Eagles. I that like especially with Justin Jefferson sitting there. Yeah. Um, you know, getting Jalen Reger, who's kind of a smaller guy. Uh, but yeah, like I would have. I mean, not like we were sitting here grinding. You know, uh, yeah, Big Ten tape or anything like that, but yeah, that one kind of little bit yeah. of a head scratcher to me. Yeah, I thought like, oh, he just he just fell right to him because you know, yep. like, and then I think you know, I think the Niners were or Ryan on Jefferson too. Uh, 
So yeah, that one that one's was a head scratcher. Uh, but I mean, you know, it is a draft. We'll see. But yeah. But, what do you think about uh, about Herbert in going to the Chargers? So they drafted uh, Herbert at six, and then they traded back into the first round with the Patriots, uh, where they drafted Kenneth Murray, the linebacker out of Oklahoma. Yeah. So that defense is fucking insane <laughs> yeah i like i mean I, I definitely like the trade back and um like i said you know you i think you said it was like you just keep taking your 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 shots at quarterbacks and then hopefully you hit you know so i mean i don't know if herbert's gonna be the guy i mean you know and studied him more than i have so i mean but He's definitely yeah. got the weapons there. I mean, yeah, uh, like I don't, yeah, he's not, I don't think he's walking into a terrible situation. You know, that offensive lines, uh, you know, they worked this, this offseason to improve the offensive line. They've got plenty of weapons around between, you know, Hunter Henry and Ken, uh, Allen yeah, and yeah. Austin William. Jackson, who they just resigned. Um, you know, Mike like Williams. they've got plenty yeah. of, I think it's just, and the nice thing too is, I mean, I guess you you have Tyrod Taylor who can hold the fort for you if you'd like. Um, but I, you know, I think uh, I'm interested to see what he's going to be like with NFL caliber talent around him because he definitely didn't have that at Oregon. Uh, yeah, but I that is true. Yeah, yeah, I'm like I'm rooting for him. I'm I'm just glad he's not on the Dolphins just because I. I worry. I think his upside is like Matt Stafford ish, which is like a kind of a that tenth, ten to twelve quarterback. While yeah. Tua, I think, is like a franchise changing, like top five upside when healthy. So, yeah, I mean, it, that's right. He didn't really have the the weapons at Oregon that typically, or uh, you know, Oregon teams have. You know, just kill, yeah. they seem to always have killer speed. Yeah. I mean, their offensive line is NFL caliber. Like, all those guys are going to be drafted. left tackle is going to be a top three pick next year's draft. Uh, but yeah, it's like his weapons, though, are, are meh. Yeah. So, um, what about you? I mean, was a what what picks kind of you didn't like? Um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles one, I kind of, like I said, I kind of scratched my head on that one. Giants. With Andrew Thomas, who I thought, you know, I mean, if you like a guy, you like a guy. But I, you know, you kind of you saw other guys going there. Uh, but again, it's we're not like grinding offensive line tape. So, um, you know, I, I, Burrow and Young, like those are, I think, home run picks for those teams. Uh, we probably should mention this. Oh, I really love the Chiefs taking. Uh, uh Clyde Edwards uh uh Larry uh who was uh running back from LSU his comp from Daniel or Daniel Jeremiah is Priest Holmes so yeah just again we talk about kind of building on strengths and that offense is just going to be ridiculous once again next year so they don't need defense defense is for losers <laughs> <laughs> twice the off half the defense yeah. yep it's it works man <laughs> so um yeah i like that i think uh you know i i like that but yeah i mean i think they're actually i like the jaguars too because i think they got two potential like top 10 talent guys 
uh, you know, like CJ Henderson's really is gonna be really good. Um, and then getting um Chasen, yeah. Yeah, Chasen is at twenty. I think that's you know, especially they're gonna be one of those teams that they're gonna have to kind of continually restock from the draft because I don't I think they're gonna have trouble kind of re-signing their stars as we kind of see where they lose talent a lot. So uh, for them, to, they're going to be kind of like one of those small schools where they have to kind of like have everything line up perfectly to go for a run one year. Um, yeah. So I do like kind of restocking that defense, but um, I would like to see them try to get some more talent on day two to kind of help Minshew out or get them ready to uh, tank for Trevor next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's still also the the whole uh, Yannick Ngakwe. Yeah, Ngakwe. I could see them tr- maybe trading yeah. him next uh, tomorrow night and then try to um, uh, acquire some some capital that way. So, um, do you have any predictions for round two? So, how many picks do your Niners have? Are they <laughs> they have a fifth, sixth, and seventh. So, right, so they don't have any a picks free tomorrow. Break. Tomorrow's a yeah. <laughs> you got a free period yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> Um, so, but I, but actually, I mean, they've, they're talking, you know, trading Marquise Goodwin, Matt Breida. So they possibly could get, you know, maybe third or fourth round picks is what they're hoping to get. So they might jump into that, uh, be back in the day too. But, uh, I mean, they're just looking at the best available. There's, I mean. Yeah. I like McKinney a lot. Um. I was hoping the Dolphins were going to pick him, but I don't think they're going to now after they just uh, uh, they just drafted that guy with a really tough name to say. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, the Dolphins. So they have for tomorrow they have thirty nine, fifty six, and seventy. So they got two twos and a three third rounder tomorrow. So I'm hoping they they get one of those. Uh, I hope they draft a running back. Like if Swift is there at 39, I think you run up to the table or you 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 run up to the uh, the keyboard and click it in. Um, and then I would try to maybe I would try to get some more defensive and offensive line help. That would be my where I would go if I was the Dolphins. Not that I'm, but yeah, I mean, it's like I said, DeAndre Swift. There's still J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, if one Jonathan of those two guys Taylor, is there, yeah, yeah. I mean. So lots of running backs, and even like I said, the, the wide receivers we mentioned earlier, you know, Higgins and Mims and Pittman, you know. So there's, there's so much talent still. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. So deep draft. So yeah, especially the wide receivers. There's gonna be good um, wide receivers going day, late day two, early day three. So yeah, got, the thing I'll be looking forward to is how many teams try to jump up to the front there to get some of these guys. Um, yeah, you know, uh, some of these guys are falling. So, um, what would your uh, so far like? Who do you say won day one? I guess. Is it bad to give it to the Dolphin? <laughs> <laughs> well, so here's my reason. So they got the no, guy, no. I get it. I mean, it's like they it's got always... the guys that they've wanted for the past, you know. 18 months basically without having to give up picks to do it. They, they smoke screen their way through it. Um, they were able to try to get some, you know, they put assets into trying to protect him and, you know, then they kind of built some more, they 
built that strength on strength with acquiring someone for their secondaries. So, yeah, I think they, I'm, I'm like on cloud nine right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an easy pick. I mean, they have three firsts. It's a, you know, when yeah. you have three firsts, it's like, just don't fuck it up. Yeah. You know? um, so, um, who's the team I like? Like the like you said, the Jaguars. I forgot they were sneaky just because the yeah, Jaguars. You don't really think you don't really think about it, you know, like them. Um, because then I was we were talking about Atlanta earlier. I think they wanted C.J. Henderson, um, but hoping he kind of drop into the early to mid teens so they can move yeah. up. Um, but Jaguars picking him. I mean, obviously with them not having Rams anymore makes sense. Uh, so they're basically going to replace like two of their big guys. You know, well, when they eventually deal Yannick, um, yeah. and got quite, yeah, so yeah, yeah, because then they have um, Allen, who they Josh Allen, that they drafted last year, yes. yeah, and then they've got so you know, that's a nice kind of cornerstone of, of edge yeah, rushers okay. there, yep. so what you like, um, uh, yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, I think they that was a huge need for them to try to find, I mean, they, they've been terrible against tight ends and kind of in the like the middle of the field and that's a guy right there that that solves that issue for you especially in a division where you have um you know you have travis kelsey you have like the rams um uh, they've got some tight ends who who kind of showed up last year and then you mean kittle, I mean, yeah, then, kittle then kelsey yeah oh sorry yeah, yeah kittle, no and then, i know you um, meant though yeah and then uh and then greg olson with seattle now so you know those are you got some tight ends you got to deal with so i think that that's a good pick for them too and so just one of those kind of chess piece guys that you can move around and do stuff with. So, who's the uh, who's the big loser? We are because we don't get to see what the inside of Bill Belichick's house is like <laughs> him trading out. Uh, but again, I'm not like the Falcons. I thought that was a reach for AJ Terrell. Yeah, um, you know, you probably could have traded back with another team who was maybe uh maybe wanted to try to get cd lamb there yeah but and then yeah yeah I mean, many actually you know what i mean like to be honest just because it seemed uh, everyone else they kind of made sense yeah yeah i mean except i mean the raiders except for the team like, yeah <laughs> i mean the raiders kind of I mean, I think the Raiders, the Raiders are gonna Raiders. Like a, so they got like got a C basically, you know. I think they have A with Brooks and an F. <laughs> so, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think it's gonna about wrap it up for us. Uh, Palpatine winner, you guys just heard it. We picked our winners of the draft, so so go to it. <laughs> so, I'm I'm a Palpatine award winner. I suffered through the 2019 Miami Dolphins season. And I've been rewarded. So, <laughs> <laughs> this was for me. Um, but yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Again, we'll try to have uh, we'll have something for you guys. Uh, you know, either late Sunday night or Monday morning uh, with the kind of our recap on the draft. And you know, because there's definitely there's plenty of of great players still out there, and the Dolphins still have a thousand more picks to go through. So, uh, and the Niners have like three. Uh, so <laughs> we'll be able to discuss what our teams did and kind of what other teams have done. Um, if you want to get a hold of Rodney, you can find him on Twitter at karate double underscore champ. And then you can find me on Twitter at my fry hole. If you want to tweet or email the show, 
Um, you can do that at midexception or midexception at gmail.com if you want to email us. Um, and then also, uh, if you want to listen to Sharks Only stuff, you can do that. Uh, find me at five days a week on Locked on Sharks. Uh, we released a game seven oral history on the on thursday which was the one-year anniversary of their uh insane comeback versus the uh, knights mm-hmm. where they were down three one in the series and down three nothing in the game came back and won it um on the backs of a five-minute power play um myself and my uh co-host we talked about kind of the emotions going into the game and then like where we were at during the game and like, i put a into it with audio clips from the game and stuff so uh if you get a chance please it's a two-part episode please listen to it it's like i said i put a lot of work into it uh rodney you got anything else um no i mean even just happy you know it it seemed like this draft was never going to get here it finally did (sighs) But now I'm just going to be sad because once this is over, it's like, what's the next really sporting thing that we'll be able to talk about aside from the last dance, you know, with the Jordan doc? Oh, know? yeah. If you yeah. haven't watched the last dance, go watch it. It's amazing. But... Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, um, but and... yeah, it's, it's going to be sad. It's like like when the Super Bowl ends and then you're kind of like sad because it's yeah. like you love, like you enjoy watching the Super Bowl, but then it's like, man, there's not going to be sports like there's you know football season but now it's just like there's just nothing it's a desert so it's just hope everyone's staying safe and not stupid like jacksonville or not jacksonville is it jacksonville it's jacksonville right it's It's jacksonville or vegas the vegas mayor who's basically like yeah let's just kill off people here (laughs) we'll be we'll be the guinea pigs but yeah drink your lysol Uh, like president trump said so drink your lysol get your uv uh your uv scans and into your body whatever so you'll be safe that way or uh that dr oz saying it's okay to kill two to three percent of children yeah that's fine it's fine (laughs) do it for the stocks yeah there's the palpatine loser right there (laughs) (laughs) just everybody (laughs) everybody wants to just rush back yep it's one of those things it's like just do it right the first time and then we'll get sports back, people. Yeah, all the other other losers are just people protesting, you know, with no mask or nothing. Just yeah, yeah. Fuck rating, freaking hearse, the nurses, and just like come on. Yeah, yeah. All you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> if you're one of those kinds, it's okay. You don't have to listen to us. <laughs> no, we don't want you. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, yeah. Again, we'll we'll see you guys on probably Monday. So enjoy the rest of the draft. Uh, go Dolphins. To a baby, I never had a doubt. There's no proof that said I never, I was wavering. I always believed. <laughs>